This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food critique and writing, Ann Christensen, and yours truly, one of her worshipers. Anyway, on this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about some news about the tandem. Also, some really cool events happening coming up. Uh, Empty Bowls. There's a really cool colonial dinner series happening at the Rumpus Room in honor of the Broadway show Hamilton. Uh, We've got some news about pastiche at downtown, the Hotel Metro, and about a new diner open in River West. Plus... If you don't forget, there's a really cool event, collaboration between Tori Miller and the guys over at Sap Sap. So we'll, we'll get into that as well. Uh, let's kick it off with some, I guess, unfortunate news from Tandem. What's the deal with that? Yeah, the owner, Caitlin Cullen, uh, broke her ankle. Or as she, I, I guess she's saying she shattered, shattered her wow. ankle. Uh, and that's interfering with, it's probably going to interfere with the service as they know it. Because she really is the, the person... Mm. At the top there, and so she's really she's she doesn't want to um, interrupt service at all. So she's looking for help, in the sense of she she'd like to get um, some experienced chefs, servers, hosts, bartenders to kind of help out while she's recuperating, mm-hmm. so that they don't have to shut down service at any point in time. Um, and uh, if they can't find that, she's actually also looking for. Uh, sorry, I know. I'm sorry. I know she's uh, uh, taking out a. Uh a non-profit Kiva crowdsource loan that should be active October 7th to pay staff for helping at the restaurant. But they're really, interesting. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, she is kind of this really kind of a pillar in the community, you know, not just a restaurant, but she like employs the community, works in the community, hosts events for the community. She's really done a lot um, beyond just serving some great food and fried chicken, but actually being really a, a community leader mm-hmm. um, with the tandem and using her space to um, allow people to host events and train youth and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so she definitely like like does a great job and definitely needs support. And hopefully, people will step up in one way or another, whether it's helping in the kitchen or donating. Um, I think the tandem is a, a a Milwaukee kind of a culinary icon in this city. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a model of of the sorts of things that we need to have more of. Yeah. you know, and you know she uses it as a, a vehicle to train people who live in that neighborhood yeah. to um to to work in that industry and have viable and jobs skills and, and, just, and, and, and self esteem and self esteem yeah. absolutely. So, so it's a it's a it's a really great thing. I would. Um, I hope she's able to uh, kind of keep things going in the same fashion the that she's been she able needs. to do it. Yeah. Gets, yeah, exactly. And get back, get, uh, back, get on, back her on her feet. feet. Yeah. yeah. So another interesting story, a side note. Um, did you hear about the the place uh, on the, the Tonya Coffee Makes You Black? Yeah. And they were, like, worried that they were closed due to construction. So basically, was it last weekend? They had a cash mob. Someone organized a cash mob. And there's pictures of like hundreds of people supporting that business. That's fantastic. Yeah. So another kind of a, a institution in, in that neighborhood for the community that serves good food and of course coffee and stuff, but it's also great people come there have conversations, discussions. Um, it's a black-owned business, um, so that's, that's, that 
it was good. Sometimes you hear all the bad news around the headlines, but then you see things like this that makes you feel good. So, and on and, and that note, I hope people step up and support the tandem and uh, Katie Cullen, um, whether it's financial or actual help in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, we'll post links for details on that. If you would like to learn more about that at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash this bites. Support for this bites comes from your membership and society insurance. An insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of society's coverages as well as risk prevention tips are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Now we're back. This bites Milwaukee's culinary podcast and Christensen. Food, dining. Hey, Tariq. Food and dining critique and writer yeah. for Milwaukee Magazine. Um, Just finishing this bottomless mimosa. I'm yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, you know, it's getting about to get cold. And I was just thinking about brunch, how people love brunch. And like some of these brunch places offer bottomless mimosas. I know people love that. But I, 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 I asked you to think of some places that have great brunch mm-hmm. and offer bottles of motion. So okay, that's, yeah. That's, and that, that's, 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 that's perfect pair, yeah. And that was my job this week, and I've got some for you. Uh, you know I like Merriman Social. You like it, too. It's a neighbor over yeah. here, uh, close by. And they do have a great, they have a great br- brunch, uh, you know, uh, weekend brunch mm-hmm. over there. Um, you know, you can get everything from an Elvis crepe cake, which are, Peanut okay. butter, bananas, whatever. Banana crepes with peanut butter, banana mousse, peanut butter sauce, chocolate peanut butter crack. That's what they say they put a on it. A lot of peanut okay, butter. Okay, yeah. Um, you can get a Merriman Eggs Benedict, the Merriman Burger. Um, they even have an avocado bowl with wild oh. rice and romaine and avocado and sesame seeds and sprouts and coconut. It sounds so healthy and delicious. There's a lot of um, other things that will mm. um, kind of, you know, you don't care about you, yeah. you don't care about healthy so much at brunch. You want to just, I mean, the avocado bowl, you know, th- makes you think healthy. Then there's the fried chicken and waffles, which is just like pure comfort, okay? Yeah. So anyway, um, they have a little, They okay, so they're doing um, bottomless mimosas and bloodies. Okay, and bloodies. Uh-huh. Do they do, but like some places, do they do a twist on there's the? A ca- there's oh. a caveat. Well, first of all, does everybody know what a mimosa is? Do you know what a mimosa is? And it's just orange juice and champagne. And champagne, yeah. yeah. But some people, you know, you forget sometimes because a Bellini is champagne and and peach juice. Oh. So I, I just really want to make sure I really, that, I really see that here. Maybe because peach juice is not uh, very... I see Bellinis. I yeah. see them. But anyway, just wanted to clarify there for anyone who did not know what a mimosa is. But they limit you to six per person. And they say, please do not share. But that's not bottomless. If you limit to six, is it technically bottomless? They're calling them bottomless, bottomless mimosas and bloody. So I'm just telling you so what I you, know. Maybe there's a workaround. Maybe you can close out your tab, open a new open tab. Open up a new tab, maybe. And do it that way. Or, I'm not like, going to suggest anything. And here, come back though. five minutes later. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to say that you should do something that's, you know, under the, you know, under the table like that. But, okay, let's move on. Zisters. If you heard of Zisters, that's out no. in Elm Grove. 
It's actually part of uh, the company that owns Jackson's Blue Ribbon Pub. Okay. They have a really nice brunch. Is it run by sisters? Is this, are they sisters? Are they sisters? Sisters? They're just sisters. Okay. They're not sisters. They're sisters. Okay. So 13425 Watertown Plank Road, Elm Grove. That's where we're at. Okay, so they do everything from traditional avocado toast. Of course, that's still running strong. The traditional and non-traditional eggs benedict, chicken and waffles, carnivore bowl. There's an herbivore bowl. They've got <laughs> lots of sweet stuff like chocolate lovers pancakes, bacon pancakes. Okay, uh, the whole bacon the whole pancakes, nine yards. Bacon pancakes. Yeah, yeah you there ever we saw go. the show Adventure Time? No. No, you don't. Like, don't you see that with your uh, nephew cartoon? He's not that little anymore. Oh, I watch it. I don't know what you're trying to say about me. But there's like the dog in there that has a song called Bacon Pancakes, Making Bacon Pancakes. Okay. That's a song. Yeah. That's a great song. I love it. You just now did a I really feel great like job the, there. I feel like the weird guy here. Okay. Well, their bottomless mimosa has, you know, a fixed price here, but it's a good price. Mm-hmm. On Sundays only, uh, bottomless mimosa to go with your bacon pancakes. Cool. Okay. That's another one. Yes. Does any of these places you mentioned uh, do a twist on the mimosas or they just what, what are you saying? Like, you know, like what at, they put in it? Yeah, what they put in it. Um, I just, possibly. I, or the, they keep it traditional. They're fairly traditional, okay. although um, I'm going to say that the next place that I'm going to mention here does do a slight twist on it. Okay. Uh, but, okay, so this is Sweet Diner. You're familiar with Sweet Diner right That's here? here in the Third Ward, right? Right here in the Third Ward, yep. Very popular for breakfast during the week and for brunch on the weekends. Huge menu, you know, again, all sorts of egg dishes and pancakes and waffles and. You know, just anything you would want in a breakfast capacity, they pretty much they got it covered. Have it, yeah. So, um, but they do, uh, and they also have edible flowers. They're telling you that they have edible flowers on their really? food. Edible flowers, yeah. Wow. Well, nasturtium is an edible flower. So, um, but their uh, so their mimosa, um, which again, you know, as as all these other ones, is a bottomless mimosa. Or they call them endless mimosas. Endless. Um, right. I think theirs has... That sounds a, scarier than bottomless. When you say endless. I think they put a raspberry liqueur in there. Oh, that's their yeah. twist. I gotta, so okay. I think that kind of jazzes it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. As a little, been, some, well, a little twist. Curious. Maybe that makes people really want it yeah. to be endless. Yeah. You know? I was just curious, you know, how people like do twists on different things. Like, you know. Know, like do we try something little, put a little... Um, I don't know. What would you a little call? edible flower in there? Ginger. No. <laughs> a little ginger. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. That's what we would want it. Rose do. water. And We'd want to spice yeah. it up a little yeah. bit and make it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Not everybody wants that. Okay. So let's let's uh, let's take it down to Walker's Point. There's a restaurant down there called Toast. It's in the old Zach's Cafe. Yeah. Okay. Their bottomless deal is interesting, the time that they do it. Saturdays and Sundays from 2 to 4. Oh. It's like in the middle of the afternoon. Day drinking, baby. Day drinking, absolutely. <laughs> and this would go perfectly with a maple bacon pull apart, which is essentially a baked cinnamon roll in bacon. pieces with that, yeah, that has oh. like a bacon, bacon maple glaze on top. Okay. Um, chicken waffles, chili quiles, chorizo skillet hash, huevos rancheros, corned beef and hash. I mean, they pretty much have it all. Cool. Um, again, ginormous menu. Remember last time we went day drinking with our friend? Sure. What was it, like a year ago? Five years ago? I don't know. What was it we, two years where ago? Where were we day drinking? We went to, I think you were, were you with I us? I don't day drink, so I don't know that I was Aren't with you. were you with us? Well, uh, explain Seattle? a little like bit we more went, here. Where, where, where we were we? We went to the, the, what's it, the firehouse place. 
Fire Engine Number Three. Yeah, that restaurant that's owned by uh, the La Miranda guy. Yeah, yeah. There, and then we went to some place off of First, and then I don't. Were you with us? No, I wasn't. Oh, and I didn't mention Engine Company Number Three on the list because their deal is you can get a carafe of mimosas for but it's the not table. A, so it's not a bottomless one. So no, isn't that? So it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah it doesn't fit the, really fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that? The top, that's all four of them? This is what I've got. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I thought that would be cool. I know people, you know, it's getting close. That fall weather where it's not too cold, not like, it's like perfect time, I think, to, I just feel like that's a kind of mimosa kind of weather. You think? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think a lot of people would say any time is, yeah. is mimosa, just like they do the bloodies, yeah. right? Iron Horse had some, too. Um, I was there, and I had way too many last time I was there. Plus, I had a cocktail before that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think I had. Did I have a cocktail before that? No, I didn't. I, it was just, I had, I drank, I think I could drink six. I couldn't drink anymore after six. So maybe that's the calculation just, that Merriman Social did. you just go did. home and crash? Oh, I fell asleep. Yeah. I was. I mean, out. I guess it all depends on how much champagne is yeah. in there. But. but champagne, you know how people feel like certain liquors make them feel different ways? Most liquors, I feel the same way. It doesn't matter. The champagne. Oh, I, yeah. I am. Um, I'm like light, airy That's, head. And champagne like, is known for that. For making get, you really and I get loopy. giddy. I get giggly. You get you get giggly. Giggly. See what I did there. Anyway, thanks, Ann. Uh, next up is uh, a new restaurant, new diner, opening opened actually in your in, neck of the woods in River West. Yeah. In a former space of West Bank Cafe, which is, formerly was a, a Vietnamese place. Right? That was a Vietnamese place. Yeah, yep. Vietnamese place. It took me forever to figure out that was a Vietnamese place when I moved I know, there. I, I know. I thought it was you a deli. Said that. Right. And then someone was like, "Do you go to that place to go get pho?" I'm like, "That?" I always thought that. Like someone said, "West Bank Cafe." Like, really? I thought that was like a sandwich place because of the name, right? But it, it was actually really good for a while. I was, I was sad to see it go, but now it has now become something completely new. What is that? Yeah, it's called Wonderland. And apparently, it's. Seem they were inspired by a Wonderland amusement park um, 100 years ago that was on the banks of the Milwaukee River. Yeah. So, which I didn't. Did you know about that? No. You, did you go? No. <laughs> What's what century was this? Street? 100 years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so you're a goddess. So yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, right. That's not an age thing. You're a goddess. Goddess mm-hmm. lives forever. Mm-hmm. So. So Don Krause is the owner, one of the owners, and of Art Bar. He's, he owns Art Bar, and yeah. isn't there also a, an, another bar adjacent called Two? Two, and he owns. I love that, that well. bar. That bar is really, I think, the most underrated bar in Milwaukee. Well, it certainly isn't a bar you hear very much no. about because it's very eclectic inside. If you've been there. Okay, I've not. Yeah. No, it has that at random kind of oh feel in there. Interesting. As far as decor, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I have not been inside Wonderland yet, nor have you. No. Nope. But I guess it, it, it seems to have sort of a diner-ish feel mm-hmm. to it. Um, we do know a few things about the menu, um, that it, it's kind of classic, right? I mean, like classic diner food. And apparently the chef comes from Comet, Comet Cafe. And the person also had worked at Fuel okay. Cafe on 5th. So I can see the influence in the menu. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. there's some there's some yeah. vegetarian vegan stuff, right? So I see like they, they do buttermilk biscuits, you know, pancakes, waffles, pies, 
They make their own gravies, sauces, salad dressing, mustards, jams, and pickled vegetables from scratch. They also serve a variety of meats, salmon, always fresh, never frozen kind of stuff, which is a good thing. They make their own chorizo along with vegan-friendly soy chorizo, sausage blends, meatloaf, vegan loaf. Um, they also do sandwiches and entrees using roasted turkey and corned beef daily in their oven. So it sounds very perfect time to open in the beginning of fall. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of that, oh, it's cold. I need something to warm me up kind of food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that, and that's on East Burleigh, I believe, just west of Humboldt, correct? Yep. A few mm -hmm. blocks west of Humboldt? Yeah. Okay. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, and it's open now. Yeah, now. So glad to see another uh, culinary establishment in River West. Because we know we just lost one, right? Did we just lose one in River West that closed? Uh, one just not too long ago? I don't know. I'm not sure which one you're thinking of. I feel Drake. like we talked about something closing or closed, or I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh yeah, we did. It's um Dino's. Yeah, absolutely. Dino's, I was yeah. like, what, 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 what? I know we talked. Yeah, yeah so Dino's, Dino's closed. closed. Now we got mm -hmm. something that's you know it's kind of nice because it's you know kind of nice to have choices in my neighborhood. Absolutely. I don't like driving, so I rather I can walk or. Can you walk to Wonderland? I mean, yeah, I suppose it's, it's, you it's can walk. Ten, it's a ten minute. It's a ten minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's a straight shot down my street and then hook a, I'm kind of giving away my address right now. Yeah, anyway. don't do, don't do that. We don't want people stalking you. Um, next, um, what's next? What do we got next up on the list? Oh, the return of a really cool benefit, Empty Bowls. What's the deal, the dates? Yeah, Empty Bowls that. is in its 21st year. Is that, wow. I mean, can you believe that? Really? I wasn't, man, I was like one. Uh-huh, yeah, you know. that's, yeah. So amusing, <laughs> so amused by himself. Okay, so it's Sunday, October 13th. It is at the Kern Center from 11 to 2. Uh, and, you know, there are a lot of people in the community from children to adults, people with art backgrounds and without, who designed the bowls, which yeah. is it's a very cool thing. Um, You've done it, haven't you? I have not. I've really? actually never been to this, oh. oddly enough. But um, we're, we're such introverts, aren't we? We really are introverts. Mm. But um, they're also offering um, the Milwaukee Empty Bowls cookbook. There's <gasps> I do want that. An updated 2019 edition that's going to be that. for sale, too. Um, and uh, so the, you're going to have a, a selection of 30 different soups to choose from when you go there. This is a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. um, and it benefits food pantries and meal programs in Milwaukee, which is Fantastic. There's also going to be locally baked bread, beer, and live entertainment. So, uh, so you know, this is, you know, it's actually a perfect event for fall too. Yes, it is the soup and yeah, fall soup and I do like fall a lot. Just Milwaukee makes it so short. I know. Atlanta falls are great. Atlanta falls. When I was going to Atlanta, they were perfect. Like you get like these '60s. Kind of degree weather, but the leaves all change. Oh, I know. Right. Like kind of light jacket weather. And it lasts really long into the winter season. Yeah. That this, weather. That's not what our falls are yeah. like anymore. But here's an interesting little um, factoid, too, about this. There are nearly 2,500 handcrafted ceramic and wood. Some are wood bowls wow. to choose from. Cool. 2,500. Wow. Yeah. 
And where is it going to be held again? At the Kern Center. Kern Center. Okay. Yeah, which is on the MSOE campus. So that's 13th. over on Broadway. October 13th from 11 to 2. Cool. Uh, we'll post details into that as well at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. Coming up next, did you get your tickets for Hamilton? I did not. I missed. No? I'm, 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 you know, and I, I pretty much You've never think, seen it, right? No, oh. and I pretty much think that I've kind of frittered away my opportunity to get yeah. tickets unless people are, you know... So trying if, to unload theirs. Or so if 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 y'all are going uh, to Hamilton this season, or you can't get tickets to Hamilton, but you want to be close to the action, <laughs> Rumpus Room, Bartolotta's Rumpus Room, is offering a special pre-Broadway show uh, 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 right before every show during a Hamilton run at the um, Marcus Center. Um, and uh, basically... It's uh, they call it uh, the pre-Broadway show Colonial Dinners. Um, so basically, three courses. Uh, they want to immerse yourself like it's early American, dine like it's 1776. I rather like I rather party like it's 1999. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so they'll be held in the private party space known as the Room, and it will be decked out in festive red, white, and blue. Accompanied by period fife and drum music, and what um, is fife music? Uh, I thought you might know. Like you. Oh come on! You're the music guy. It's <laughs> a valid question. I wasn't born. Fife? In, I wasn't born in the 1700s, so I don't know. Oh gosh! I, that's why I asked you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just You're I, a goddess. You live forever. I, I don't know what a fife is. I assume it's like a. A funny guitar, maybe? I don't uh, know. It sounds like one of those funky guitars, maybe. You think it's a funky guitar? Uh, that weird string instrument. I think it's a string instrument. Uh, I could be wrong. Mm. String and drums. That makes sense to me. So each dinner will begin with a brief reading of key parts of the Declaration of Independence. Guests will walk away with complimentary party favors. I would think they might incorporate some hip-hop into this because of Hamilton. But, you know. The menu is actually created by executive chef Andrew Koser. The three-course menu, Boston lettuce salad which is comprised of molasses, pork belly, scarlet onions, and radish, carrots, cornbread, croutons, and cider vinaigrette. And then the next course is a tavern ale, braised short rib of beef, braised vegetables, potato mash, Sandham Adams beef jus, jus, miniature popover. I do like popovers. And then uh, finally, dessert, a colonial apple crumb tart, brown sugar, and walnut topping rum cream sauce. Then they're available for additional costs for the dinner. You can get some themed beverages, including Sam Adams beer, the Federalist wines, Jefferson bourbon, which bourbon was not actually during colonial times, by the way. But anyway, oh, it was really rum. Rum was really heavy during that time. They should have had you as a, as a beverage consultant. Just put it out there. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Hot mole apple cider, uh, special craft cocktails, the Betsy Ross. I wonder what that consists of. Two of these, they say, and you'll see the stars. Ooh, I want two all, of those. Actually, all 13 stars because, you know, Colonial Falls. Nice. I'm a history buff. Yeah. You don't know what a fife is. We're going to have to figure that out. That's not history. That's that's a musical instrument. I know. Anyway, so that that happens uh, right before every show. Yeah, it's two. Hammer. I guess it's two hours. The dinner is two hours before each yeah. curtain time. Yep. And this is October 22nd to November 17th. Mm-hmm. You know, but a kind of cool suggestion I was thinking, um, Michael Twitty, who's been to Milwaukee many times, he does these really cool things where he actually, you know, during colonial times, slaves cooked a lot of the meals, right? 
Um, so he actually, I don't know if he still does it, but he actually prepares meals as it would have been as slaves would have done in colonial Williamsburg. It'd be really cool to see, like, to bring him back for a special dinner to, to prep and do some history lessons about what food was really like during that time. I think that'd be really cool to see. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But uh, there's some videos, some stories about that, of him doing that. And he actually, yeah. he actually has some recipes on his site of some of those dishes that were actually really prepared at Colonial Williamsburg. So Michael Twitty is a really amazing guy, you know. Yeah. So definitely check out his book, The Cooking Gene. Again, The Rumpus Room hosting this really cool colonial dinner before Hamilton. And you were at that dinner that he hosted at The Diplomat, weren't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a, a collaboration dinner. Katie Cullen was there. Like, I think about six. Venus Williams cooked a dish. So it was like six, seven people cooking dishes. It was really cool. Yeah. He's a great guy. I, yeah. I've I bumped him in Chicago. I, you know, so he's, you know, I think that'd be a cool event to do that for Hamilton. Absolutely. Like bring, yeah. Bring, bring, bring him back to do that. Uh, Just put it out there in the universe. The next time. Put it out yeah. there in the universe. Yep. Um, next up, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, some sad news. Another closing. Um, unfortunate. Um, Pastiche. Yeah, well, at Hotel okay. Metro. Right, it's the Pastiche. It's the, only the downtown location. Yes. The one in Brown to here is fine. That one is staying open, um, but uh, it, partly because the hotel, Hotel Metro, is going through a total uh, renovation. It's mm-hmm. being, it's changing over, right? Yeah. So, um, so at the end of this year, so at the end of 2019, Pastiche is going to close, and some other concept is going to move in there. Um, but uh, it's. And, and interestingly enough, it opened in there in February 2016. So mm-hmm. it's really only been a little over three years that Pastiche has been in that location. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I really liked having Pastiche downtown and having like a a fr- another French place that you could go to that was you know in the downtown. I mean, obviously we you, you know well we had Coquette and now there's Fontenoy, which yeah. is a little bit more modern French. There really isn't you know. I mean, downtown, if proper, if you wanted a French restaurant. There isn't any, are there? Yeah. So. No, there's, you um, You just mentioned it. Fontenoy? Fontenoy is the only. It's French in the third, and it's in the third ward, I guess, yeah. technically. But. Is it and, probably only, is it the only French restaurant in the city? Well, I think Lake Park Bistro is technically in the city, too. Oh, I just never think of them as East side, French. but it's the set. It's I never really city. think of Lake Park Bistro as French. What? Okay. I don't know why. Maybe the name. I don't. I just think them okay. as huh. as it's French. They do French. They do a little bit of like they do more than French. Well, they like have they, some modern interpretations. Yeah, of it. it's still, but it's still it's French. It's, it's really a focused French menu. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I haven't. I only been there for cocktails. So. I just, oh. Okay. My budget hasn't allowed to. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Well. So. Yeah. So anyway, pastiche is going to be there though through the end mm. of the year. So you still have a little bit of time, probably like essentially three yeah. months to get your fill of it. Um, and the second location in Brown Deer, which um, has been there. Actually, I take that back. That location opened in, or the Brown Deer location opened in February of 2016. <laughs> and then the one downtown opened in, in September because the very first location was in Bayview. Was yes, in Bayview. I used to go there. I, remember that. I used to go there a few times. I love, yeah. I love that vibe. I right. love that building. There's something there now. Bellies, Bellies, Belly, yes, yeah. that's what it is. So, uh, but anyway, uh, pastiche will, you know, carry on and and, and has is carrying on in brown deer as well. So.
That's this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Cool. Have a great weekend. You too. <laughs>